0: Hello, world, and welcome to the For Your Best Self podcast. It's cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Saluja, and today I'm proud and pleased to host orthodontist extraordinaire, Dr. Angela Angie McKnight. Uh, My daughter was Dr. McKnight's patient for braces, and I was Dr. McKnight's patient uh, for Invisalign. And I think your best teeth go hand in hand with aesthetics, your best health, and your best self. So I'm excited to learn more, and I hope you are too. Welcome, Dr. McKnight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I want to get right into talking about Invisalign uh, because we always have questions and we see lots of our patients uh, with Invisalign and lots of our patients thinking about Invisalign. Is um, Invisalign the most common way to do orthodontics now?
1: So Invisalign has become a huge part of orthodontics over the last 20 years. It actually started 20 years ago, which a lot of people don't know. And it is the number one clear aligner system in the world. There are some other ones out there, but we love using Invisalign because it's really the Cadillac um, of orthodontic treatment with aligners. So in my practice, we have about um, 50% of our patients choosing Invisalign over traditional braces. Um, And we also have about 35% adult So we have a lot of adults who are doing Invisalign, but we also have a lot of kids doing Invisalign as well. So, my youngest Invisalign patient is about six, and my oldest is ninety-six.
0: Oh wow! So we quite a range,
1: the whole gamut of patients with
0: Invisalign. How many Invisalign cases do you do a year, or orthodontics in general? So in my office, we do just over
1: 400 Invisalign cases a year. We are what they call a Diamond Plus Invisalign provider, um, which is in the top 1% of providers in the nation, and we're the only one in the county. So we see a lot of Invisalign patients, and a lot of patients who have gone to see other practitioners, and um, they said they maybe weren't an Invisalign candidate, but in my office we're able to find a way to make them an Invisalign. Candidate. Who is a typical Invisalign candidate? Well, there's not really a typical one. Um, I would say the majority of people coming in for Invisalign are adults who maybe had braces in the past as a child and didn't wear their retainers, which is pretty common. Um, Now now we say nighttime for a lifetime with your retainers after you're done with treatment, but they didn't always used to say that in the past. So a lot of my patients coming in maybe have something minor that they want fixed from relapse uh, when they had braces as a child, like I said. But some of my patients are coming in saying, you know, I want my teeth fixed and I need braces. And I say, well, have you thought about Invisalign before? And they say, I didn't think I'd be a candidate. So it's a great um, educational time for us to talk about the two and the differences between them.
0: What is uh, your opinion about adult orthodontics and, and is it harder Is the adult patient harder for you because, you know, we hear the teeth have shifted and things are settled. And is it better to see you at a certain age than
1: as an adult? That's a great question. So some things are easier fixed when you're younger and we have a lot more flexibility with your jaws and your bones when you're younger. So that's why the traditional orthodontic patient is a teenager or a child, because we can fix bites differently when you're still growing than I can when you're done growing as an adult. So we say in the orthodontic community that every child should have an orthodontic consultation by the age of seven. So seven is ideal to see a patient for the first time. As an adult, they can come in at any age, uh, we just want to make sure their teeth are safe and their gum and their bones are healthy before we start. So some people come to me and they haven't seen a dentist in maybe five, 10, oh. 20 years. We have to go to the dentist first, okay? Um, but orthodontics would be our ultimate goal of getting all of that maybe work done or making sure they're healthy before they can start moving teeth. Because if we move teeth that aren't healthy, we, we can create some big problems.
0: Is So you said you had a wide range for Invisalign is the length of Invisalign age dependent or how severe the teeth are? Or what's a typical amount of time that we're gonna do this for?
1: That's a great question. So in my office, we really try to make our results the same, whether you're gonna be in Invisalign or braces, and try to make the time the same, whether you're in Invisalign or braces. Okay, Um, It's all dependent on the teeth. Okay, So where they are, what we're doing, what our goals are, and then we will talk to you about how much time it's going to take. Traditionally, for an adult orthodontic patient, somewhere between you know nine to twelve or fifteen to eighteen months is usually what we're seeing. Okay, um, that's a traditional time that we would usually have somebody in Invisalign.
0: So, are there things that people you know when we think Invisalign we think invisible? Are there s- Are there surprises there at the consultation or are there things that people find as hurdles to Invisalign or just, you know, for example, for me, I didn't realize there's these little white things on the teeth, what do you call them, attachments? Attachments, yes. why do some people have attachments and why do some people have more? That's a and great question. Do other people really see them? It feels like everybody sees them and then it's not invisible. Right,
1: so first we look at braces and you know, they are very obvious. They're metal or they can be ceramic, but still ceramic brackets are very obvious to um, people and in photos. So now selfies are a huge thing, right? Making sure that your teeth look great at all times, even up close. So with Invisalign, they're clear plastic trays You wear each tray for one week in my office, and the trays are progressive, so the teeth move as you move through the trays. Each tray is numbered. Every baggie that it comes in is numbered. There's an Invisalign app you download on your phone that will tell you when to change. Yes, Yes. exactly. And it's fantastic. So it's really foolproof. Um, And for parents who have kids going through Invisalign, it's nice because they can keep track of their kids and which tray they're changing on. But even some of my 50 year olds need that too. Um, Does everyone get the
0: attachments then for the Invisalign?
1: We put attachments on the teeth, we have to. They're like a lever for me to push and pull the tooth against with the trays. So when Invisalign first came out they didn't have attachments and the trays would actually kind of flop out of people's mouths when they were talking. So the trays make sure that they're really covering the teeth, that you can talk very well with them, and make sure that I can move the teeth where they need to go. I don't put attachments on teeth that don't need them, but um, okay. typically I'm going to keep them off the front two center teeth as much as I can, because that's what are really obvious. Okay. But we do need attachments on most patients. They're clear, and then the trays sit over them, and then we buzz the attachments right off when we're done. So um, no harm to your teeth or anything like that, but you will feel them as you're going through treatment.
0: What um, what about sleeping eating? Yep, so I'm a tray right. So I hear a lot of misconceptions
1: about I only need to wear my Invisalign at night. I don't really know where that came from. Uh, we say twenty to twenty-two hours a day is what you need to wear your Invisalign. So that means every time of the day except for when you're eating, drinking anything but water or brushing your teeth. So that means at nighttime when you're playing sports when you're at the gym. Um, we really want you to wear it all the time. You can drink water with them, but I don't like patients to drink anything else besides water because it can stain your teeth and it can stain the trays and everything gets really yucky. So um, we do like you to wear them at night. And then when you're done with treatment, you'll wear your retainers at night. So it's an easy way to get used to that.
0: Do, you, do people lose weight on Invisalign? Since like I <laughs> snack all the time and <laughs> be drinking and snacks all the time.
1: Right. That's a great question. My mom called it the Invisalign diet when she had her Invisalign. Yeah. And we typically hear that um, because you're not a grazer anymore. You're going to start to kind of eat three meals a day because every time after you eat, we really want you to brush your teeth before you put them back okay. in. Okay. Because otherwise, you're going to have gunky stuff in your, in your trays. So yes, people do typically tend to lose weight while they're in Invisalign. And they can it's also... So yeah, exactly. They can also whiten while they're in Invisalign and use the trays as whitening trays and put the gel inside okay. the Invisalign aligners. Okay. What if you lose a tray? So if you lose a tray in my office, we just keep moving to the next tray. Okay. So um, if you lose a tray or break a tray, you just move to the next one the next. because we're moving t- uh, teeth by wearing the trays every week, there's not a huge problem with you moving on to the next one. Now, if you keep losing every tray and you're not wearing each tray for a full week, then our teeth might not move the way they need to. So um, we talk about that, but usually if you just lose a tray, we move
0: on to the next one. Are there scenarios where traditional braces are a must over Invisalign? There are a few, and so that's why we ask each patient
1: to come in for their initial consultation. It's an hour appointment, it's a free appointment, they come in and we look at their teeth, we do a full exam, we take pictures, we take an X-ray, and that's how we kind of determine whether they're gonna be an Invisalign patient or a braces patient. You can wear rubber bands with Invisalign, we can change bites with Invisalign, so there's a lot of misconceptions about that you can't, Um, but we talk to you about how we're gonna that. And sometimes we'll even do Invisalign on the top and braces on the bottom um, or braces in the back and a couple teeth and Invisalign everywhere else. So we have a lot of options. Mm -hmm. It's customized to each individual patient. Uh, Does insurance cover it? What do fees range from? Great question. So when you come in, we always check your orthodontic benefit before you come in. Every dental insurance plan, um, some have orthodontic coverage and some don't. It's usually like a lifetime maximum for your orthodontic care. Treatments range somewhere between $3,000 and $6,000 typically, um, and insurance can cover a lot of that. So we go through with each patient when they come in what their insurance would cover. We also do in-house financing um, that has you know no interest on it, and they can do monthly payment plans. So it's very affordable yeah, for patients. Yeah, affordable.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that your patients don't realize but really should know about um, Invisalign or this process or anything you find that? You're reminding them on or noticing more in your office? Yes. So
1: every adult I see says, I'm going to be the only adult here. There's all these kids. And I tell them, No, you're not. 35% of my patients are adult. And I never hear a patient say, I wish I hadn't done this. It's always, I wish I had done this sooner. Why didn't I come in earlier? Because I'm so happy with my results. I wish I had come in years ago. So um, a misconception is that adults don't get orthodontic treatment. Um, And I just want them to know that That they're a great patient for it.
0: Do adults get addicted to Invisalign? Because I know people who have (laughs) gone in for their second course and their third course. Why is this happening?
1: They're not wearing their retainers. Um, That's the short answer to that. Some patients say, "I I don't know what I'm gonna do without my Invisalign. What if you don't wear your retainers
0: for a few nights,
1: but your retainers still fit? (laughs) That's good. They might be a little tighter than they normally would be. Um, But, you know, as long as you're wearing something every night, that's good. If they're not fitting or they're falling out or you feel like they're hurting, we always want patients to come back in and have us check them.
0: Do you have to replace retainers regularly, or can you use the same retainer as long as it's fitting? So we usually say your retainers are
1: going to last somewhere between five, seven, and ten years. It depends on how much you're grinding, if you're getting holes in them, if you've gotten a crown done and it doesn't fit anymore, um, but usually somewhere around that range.
0: So as long as it's fitting, you're okay to keep your retainers, even if they're the clear kind. Right. And on the clear ones,
1: you just want to see if there's any holes in them or anything like that.
0: Invisalign is also done by dentists, mm-hmm. and I've seen th- some ads on TV. Why an orthodontist for Invisalign? Great or, question. Or can it be TV or dentist?
1: Yes. So orthodontics we go to dental school for four years and then we do three more years of training afterwards all i do say go gators i do go gators went to dental school there and Mm -hmm. residency there Um, so it's a lot more training than a general dentist would have in moving teeth all i do all day long is braces and invisalign and we really look at the whole face right that's what you do too you look at the whole Face and how that smile fits into their face. What do their teeth look like? But also, when they smile, how much of their teeth do they show? Does their lip come up? You know, what kind of facial expressions do they have when they're smiling? So, we want to make sure we're giving them a full aesthetic treatment, not just looking at their teeth. But dentists do do Invisalign. And then, you know, I always caution patients against. do-it-yourself aligners or at-home clear aligners that you may see commercials for on TV or on Instagram. Um, we're fixing a lot of that in our office, so we just want to make sure that they're going to a dental professional for treatment. We take x-rays, we make sure everything's healthy, and we're really making sure that their bite is fitting together not at the end and giving them a healthy bite for a lifetime, not just their teeth looking straight. How
0: does Invisalign or the orthodontics fit into the field of cosmetic dentistry. Uh, like once you have veneers do you never or bonding do you not do Invisalign or braces or is that added or how do you gaps like how do you work within that whole field I'm really impressed that you know all these
1: words and things uh, <laughs> so when we do orthodontics sometimes we have to do it before they even get cosmetic dentistry done before they're getting implants we have to make sure the teeth are moved to the right positions the only teeth that I can't move are implants Oh, I can okay, move yep. teeth that have root canals, I can move teeth that have veneers, I can move teeth that have crowns, but I can't move implants. So a lot of times we do orthodontics before they're getting implants done. Maybe they're getting, you know, crowns or veneers all on the upper arch or they're missing some teeth. Um, and the dentist works with us to make sure that we are creating um, a great foundation for what they're going to be doing. That makes sense.
0: So you're working with cosmetic dentistry, right? Mm-hmm, yep. and you work with what are periodontists and endodontists <laughs> and all these different kinds of teeth doctors they confuse me do you work with any other kinds of doctors yes
1: we work with everyone um endodontists do root canals so that's what they're specialized in and all these people are dentists first and then they go to more school okay. to specialize so endodontists all they do is root canals and root canals. Are they um, take out the nerve of the tooth and put some material inside. So the tooth doesn't hurt? So the tooth doesn't hurt okay. if it had an infection. Um, and the tooth doesn't have to be extracted or come out. Okay. So they're trying to keep that tooth for the long term. Okay. Um, periodontists do only gum tissue. So they're looking at the bones and the gums and the foundation of what your teeth sits in. Um, and we work with them a lot about patients who may have recession, meaning your gum tissue is kind of down more or have had bone loss over time where um, your tooth may be a little bit mobile or wiggly. And then um, oral surgeons, of course, take out teeth and do implants and things like that. And then there's prosthodontists who also... Um, Went to more school, and they are doing big cases, implants, crowns, veneers. Um, I call them like super dentists. They do this. They do the big, big cases. The big, big cases.
0: Okay, that's that's a lot of specialization. There is there it's, is a lot, and, and it's I, hard to keep them all you know clear. I I know um, I've worked with you on um, on the whole cosmetic smile and some of the things I do as a cosmetic uh, dermatologist. Um, include Botox of the gummy smile, yep. which is really like a th- under five minute procedure where we inject Botox um, in the muscles that lift the lip up where you see more gum. And just by relaxing that area, the smile looks so much more beautiful, natural, you get to see more lip. Um, of course, regarding lip, we do lip enhancement with um, fillers and um, that also helps the smile uh, and then, you know, I often tell people when we are doing lip enhancement or whenever we're looking at the smile area, we have to look at the chin because uh, chin enhancement with fillers is, I would say even more important than lip enhancement for balance of the smile. Um, and I think a lot of people forget about the chin and don't realize it's one of those things again, where you do it and they're like, I'm so glad you um, evaluated the chin and told me to do the chin and I took the jump to um, to enhance the chin just from proportionally mm-hmm. um, and it's really important to have strong chin and jaw when you're enhancing lips and and then a common common dental uh, concern is um, tmj pain um, and uh, that's caused by the masseter muscle so i'll use botox somewhere between you know 30 and 50 units often to help um, with the pain associated with that muscle uh, and I know a lot of patients will do other things along the way to help treat the TMJ more edits um, cause or to help in non Botox ways, but Botox will often help get through that initial cycle um, of pain. Uh, and um, it, it you know, and for some people, it also helps slim the face if they're looking for a little slimming of the jawline when um, it's expanded from that TMJ getting thick and uh, overworking.
1: Exactly. I always tell my patients that Botox is a great answer for TMJ pain, masseter pain. We've seen more clenching over the last two years than we've ever seen um, in dentistry because of all the stress that we've been under recently, maybe because we're wearing masks too, and they're just not used to wearing a mask all the time. So they're clenching. I always tell uh, my patients that your teeth should only touch when you're swallowing. And when you're eating if they're touching any other time you're clenching so we always are working with patients to make sure they're kind of relaxing their jaws but for people who can't break that habit or are big clenchers at night that botox in the master is a huge help Um, with gummy smiles and chin points there are surgical procedures orthognathic procedures that we can do with an oral surgeon but it's a night in the hospital where they're breaking their jaws um, we are wearing braces that's one of the things we have to wear braces for um, to really move their jaws in space but if somebody doesn't want to do that or if they're not as severe that they need that and they don't like their gummy smile or they don't like their maybe weaker chin um, i send them to you so that you can do all your magic
0: that's wonderful yeah wonderful when um when you are uh, sending them back and forth uh, to the docs and doing the treatment plan, and then you've got outcome successful, everything um, is looking good. Do you? maintain a relationship do you have to keep seeing to have to keep seeing you or are they done
1: so we do retainer checks for about a year or a year and a half after we're done just to make sure everything's stable everything is staying nothing's moving retainers are fitting well and then we let them graduate after that and then we say we're not going anywhere our office been around since 1985 so um, if they need us we are here
0: love that love that uh I, I do want to talk about teeth whitening because it, yep. it comes up a lot. And you mentioned you can put the, the gel in the, um, in the retainers. Um, everyone wants to know, should I, teeth whiten? tell me about teeth whitening. <laughs> I mean, once you've got
1: that straight smile, you want it to be bright and beautiful. Um, there's a lot of different ways to whiten your teeth. You always wanna make sure if you're buying anything over the counter that it has the American Dental Association seal on it. That means that it's a safe product to use the way that they've recommended. Anything that doesn't have that ADA seal on it, you don't really wanna buy. Um, I don't recommend charcoal whitening for your teeth because that actually takes off the outer layer of your teeth. Oh, it's, like it's very abrasive. Okay. Um, A lot of dentists do zoom whitening or whitening with a light um, which is fantastic and then there's also the gel whitening which is what we do in my office and you just put the gel inside your trays and it's progressively increasing your whitening to where you want to be. I always recommend that you go to a dental professional for any whitening because you want to make sure that it's being done correctly and that you're um, getting the best result in the safest way. So you whiten, it's a process. Do you have maintenance on that? Um, it depends. It depends. If, depends. You know, okay. if you go through a couple of syringes of whitening gel and you reach a state that you like, then you
0: can stop there. And that would take how long?
1: Um, it depends on the patient. Younger okay. patients are going to whiten a little bit quicker okay. than older patients. Um, I usually say you want to start whitening about every other day with the gel to make sure you're not sensitive. Um, and then even over a couple of weeks, you can really get to a great mm-hmm that you like and then any extra gel you can put in the refrigerator because it lasts longer that way
0: are there tips for um, those of us who like to drink tea or you know wine or yeah. the coffee things that we know make our teeth yellow but yes. they're too
1: important um, make sure you're going to your dental cleanings every six months okay. or whatever your doctor has recommended because they're going to really get the big stuff off and anything that you can't get um, and and Anytime you're drinking that, I always like to say just rinse out your mouth with even some water okay, so that it's not staying on your teeth. And then you never want to drink anything like that when you have Invisalign or retainers in. Of,
0: co- of course. <laughs> they will stain your retainers. Of course, yes. water. What's your favorite thing about being um, an orthodontist? Well, I'm from here originally. I was born and
1: raised here in Melbourne. I went to Holy Name, then I went to Melbourne Central Catholic. And it is so fun being back in town and treating, you know, our Space Coast community patients. Um, I love giving them beautiful smiles, seeing them at Publix or out and about with um, just this new sense of confidence. And I really think a great healthy bite and a beautiful smile are um, invaluable to life. You're just more vibrant and loving you know, having that as a part of you.
0: Has the masks changed what you've been doing? Have more people come in or less or does it change how you handle the orthodontics? Right. So
1: when COVID first started, I remember in the dental community and the orthodontic community, people were saying We're going to have all these patients come in that look at themselves on Zoom all day long and look at their teeth. And I said, no way. You know, that's not going to happen. And sure enough, it did. We have a ton of patients who have been coming in and they realize that they see their lower teeth. You see your lower teeth when you talk, but you see your upper teeth when you smile. So they would watch their teeth all day on the computer and realize what people were actually seeing not just in selfies and photos. So we've had a ton of adults come in from Zoom. Some other patients have come in because they thought they were only a candidate for braces and they would wear their masks to cover their braces. So uh, this is the time to come in. I mean, if there's any time that you're self-conscious about something being on your teeth, even if it is just Invisalign attachments, it's a great time.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, there's all right. It's, you can always find a reason, right? right? Anything new in orthodontics coming up along the horizon so we
1: have a 3d printer in our office which is really cool so now instead of that ooey gooey impression material that was my least favorite yes now we have something new we take a scan of your teeth it takes two minutes it's just photographs of your teeth we put it into a system and create a 3d model and we make the retainers off that and then you get to take your 3d model home with you so that if you lose your retainer or your teeth shift we can use that final model to make retainers off of which is so cool So no more of the stuff that you have to keep in your mouth? No, no more of that stuff. That's What is that stuff? It's called impression material, alginate. Um, It's traditionally used in dentistry. And there's still some reasons why people use it. But the 3D printing and the 3D scanning has just changed um, orthodontics for the better. It's amazing.
0: It's really a high-tech field.
1: Yes. And Invisalign, um, if you have been an Invisalign patient, that scanner is the same scanner. So incredibly, Invisalign does the most 3D printing out of anything, any... Thing in the world because they're printing all these models all day every day and now in my office we get to do it too which is awesome that's
0: fabulous how do people reach you
1: or so our handle is really more easy more to more remember <laughs> <laughs> 321 ortho oh, um, very easy yep 321 ortho.com instagram facebook um we're big on social media and showing you what we do you know transformations are uh, amazing, and you'll see exactly what Invisalign can do um, on our Invisalign. Or, sorry, not on Invisalign on our Instagram and our Facebook. Um, but you can reach us anytime: text, call, message, any of that. We'll oh, respond high tech as well. Yes, <laughs>
0: on this, on that. Um, Dr. McKnight, it was a pleasure to spend t- uh, some time learning from you and catching up with you. Any parting thoughts on orthodontics or teeth or? Anything that we didn't cover? So a lot of people put teeth on the back
1: burner during COVID. So I just would encourage anyone who hasn't been to the dentist maybe in a couple of years (laughs) to make sure that that they're going. Um, We had a lot of patients who just didn't feel comfortable coming in. That's true. um, Because we are working in the mouth. But it's very safe. Every dental practice has so many things in place to make sure that every patient feels safe. Everything is extremely... We've always had those things in place. Right. It's been a common practice in dentistry. And this is just... Uh, Maybe you didn't realize it was happening. But I just want to encourage everyone to make sure they're going for their dental appointments. And then if you're interested in Invisalign or braces, you're not sure if you want to do it or if you're a candidate or if your insurance
0: covers it, just give give us a call. That's easy. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Thank you, audience, for spending time uh, with Dr. McKnight and myself as well. And I look forward to hosting next time.